Damn, can I get your number? You got, can I get your number money? Everything's about money with y'all, huh? Duh. So I can't get your number. Girl, fuck you. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the Girl Fuck You podcast. I'm your host, Dimey D. And this week we have the pleasure of having my great friend, Miss Daja Bell with us today. Hey guys. Yeah. You're one time for the hood niggas. What? Okay. I said you're uh, one time for the hood niggas. <laughs> what you drinking? Not the yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> me, 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 me. Introduce CSL to everybody. Um Hi, I'm Miss Daja Bell. I am one third of the So Shameless podcast. Um, I'm a tweeter. I make drinks. Mm-hmm. I have a career. I have a kid. I can't stand her kid. I cannot. Stand you are damn lie. You's a lie. Everybody I like- act like they hate her until they see her <laughs> and they be on her body. You saw. I, I called you when I put on her um hollow her Halloween um costume and you was. Ah, no, she's absolutely adorable, but y'all. <laughs> Uh, y'all been listening enough. Y'all know how I feel about kids. And unfortunately, Parker's a kid. So by default, can't stand her. But anyway, thank you for coming to the show today. Um, who do you love more, me or your daughter? I love it here. Who do you Bitch, love? what? My kid. Fuck you. <laughs> I knew you were What kind of dumbass question was that? It was a really good question. Huh? I love me more. All right, son. Okay, okay, whatever. I tried it. Um, (laughs) So I don't know if you guys remember, but my trailer episode, which was Introduction to Diamond, uh, was done by Dodge. She told everybody how we met. We used to work together at Fridays in Sheepshead Bay. Mm -hmm. Um, What else do I know your whore ass for? Excuse me? Yeah. I've changed. I'm a mother. I can't be a mother. a little whore. You're acting guilty. You must have did something. I can't be a mother and a whore. Why not? Everything resets after you push a human out of your body. That's why I don't have any interest in it. It just sounds like you lose your identity. It sounds very dry, draining, and drastic. Um, I think that it is very easy to lose yourself, but if you're grounded and you have like good friends and a good support system, like they will definitely help you. I- I'm pretty sure like in the first eight months like I was like completely like into being a mom and mommy and I started losing myself and now that she's getting a little bit older I'm getting more back to like me you know because I am a person outside of being a parent so it is a hard struggle but people find their way however they find their way I didn't want to be like 50 and she going off to college or some shit like that and I don't have any purpose without my kid what's the what's the problem with being 50 with a kid in college let me see. No, I said no, no, no. I said being fifty and she's in college and will have an identity of my own. You know, like oh, okay. I can't function without my child because my child was my whole entire life. Like I don't want to be that parent. That's so no. gross. Like when people yeah. like have like their names be like Jaden's mom. Like my my name is like you know Gotti's mom, but that's a dog. Right. But when people's at names literally be their children, I'll be like, ugh, what? I finally kicked that little girl off my page. Like, I was just like, I looked at my Instagram page one day. Good for fucking like, you. This shit look like fucking daddy daycare. Get her the... She got her Get her page. off your page. If it ain't a holiday or something, a birthday, you will not see that little girl on my page no more. Thank like, this God. Is me. 
my page back to me being a person outside of being a mom. Good for fucking you. Because it's hard for a nigga to know if he want to fuck a bitch and the whole page is a damn kid. <laughs> kind of makes your dick soft. <laughs> oh, he wants to see them kids, man. Oh, you know what the worst day on the internet for me is? Like, I'll just, I would like literally take the battery out my phone and throw it. The first day of school. Oh my God. Seeing all those stupid kids. Oh, no, it's uni- so cute. I hate it. Oh, I hate that. Oh, the first day of school is like hell on earth for me. They're everywhere. <laughs> Here's the thing, right? Very, very easy to confuse. I love babies. Babies. So bad. So bad. And it's so crazy that it's just like a quick switch and then I'm just so disgusted by these humans. I love babies. As soon as they could walk, I feel like you annoyed. Remember when Parker was small? I wanted to, I wasn't on FaceTime all the time. Mm -hmm. I wanted to babysit. I went to sniff her little Mm -hmm. breath, her little uh, milk breath. The minute Mm -hmm. they grow like teeth and start talking and like they start throwing temper tantrums and like being (laughs) messy, I just really, it's it's a quick switch. I just can't stomach them. When I'm around my friends and they have kids, you literally could just see my face. And it's just like, I don't want this for me. Sorry. <laughs> it's not for everybody. And I would literally tell everybody don't have kids. Like after having one and, and given the situation, like Parker's a fucking fire kid. She's a cool ass kid, but I wouldn't, 10 out of 10 would not recommend. You don't need them. They don't serve a purpose. They, they don't. Have bad vibes. There's no return like, on them. There's no return. And I think the most fucked up part about having kids is not knowing what you're going to get. Like, you really <gasps> playing Russian roulette. Like, oh my your God. baby could be colicky. Your baby could be needy. Your baby could be clingy, crying all the time. There's no it way could be you ugly. Oh my it could God. be ugly. Your baby could be allergic to every goddamn What if it's, like, and, like, like evil? Like, like, what if you have, like, a spawn of Satan and, like... At two, like he's killing, he's killing like a little cat. I had a neighbor. I had a Hispanic neighbor named Jesus. And I remember he was like five and he put a cat on fire and threw it out the window. Like one death wasn't enough. He had to kill the cat twice. He put it on fire and he threw it out the window. And I think he went to jail at a very early age. I'm sure he There's, did. there's no parenting that could have saved him. That was it. That was a, a that was definitely a kite from the devil, and mm-hmm. and he was brought here through a human. What if one of your kids are like the spawn of Satan? And it's usually the. Sweet- I don't have the loyalty to these little niggas, to be very honest with you. And I don't think I think there's. I want to have another child theoretically, but I also don't want to have another child because Parker is such a great kid that I'm scared that my next kid is going to be the kid I deserve. Because I don't deserve her. Mm. I deserve the badass kid. I deserve the kid that's going to drive me crazy because I drive people crazy. I know what I deserve. And I know that I didn't get that. But I feel like my next one is going to be like, yeah, bitch, this is the one that you were supposed to have first. Nah. I think they're all equally evil. Um... No, I don't think kids are evil. I think that Kids are just like us, right? Like they're learning and just trying to navigate life or whatever. So they try things and they see what they can try. They see what they can get away with. And then they kind of like move and shape who they are that way. Like even on the day that she makes me the maddest, by the end of the night, she makes me the happiest at the same time. 
Oh no, dead ass. Like there'd be nights like there'll be nights that she's like screaming, crying, right? If she's in her room. And theoretically, when you think about it, it's like, yo, my kid loves me so much that she just wants to cuddle up next to me. And I'm being such a bitch that I'm just like, nah, sleep by yourself. You're not a bitch. You like, need your space. And it's- then I need, obviously you need space and boundaries. And she's that type of kid. Like she'll sleep by herself certain times, but then there's those nights. There's just some, you know, just as adults, there's those, those nights that you just don't want to sleep by yourself. You want to sleep next to that person that you love the most. That's how kids are. Like one night she literally had me in a headlock the whole Aww. entire night. It's just like, yo, like, why you miss me so bad, bro? Like, I see you every single day. Like, I tried to move and she like just rolled on top of me and like had my her arm around my neck. Do you think she like, was trying wow. to kill you? No, I think that that's love. I think, I think that I, she I loves think me. I think that you misinterpreted the situation. <laughs> <laughs> and that she's just as evil as I said, and she's trying to kill you. She's not evil. She's a sweet baby, and you know that. She just got a little attitude like her mama. I that can't be mad at her for much. being a human. My look at who I am. You know me in real life. What 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 did you expect my child to be? I think you're she's a good person. To be me. Yeah, but I have a nasty ass attitude. I didn't notice. I didn't think you had an attitude. I'm okay with who I am. I think you're a love one. I don't think me and you have ever had an argument. I don't think we have ever had a fight. So I, don't I don't think, think we've ever seen that side. I don't think we've ever had a disagreement on any scale. In how many years? A decade? It's probably been 10 years. That's fire. Because I don't... Like, the people that don't know me or the people that never really had the chance to be, like, my friend, I'm not that nice of a person to people that I don't know. I've never been that type. It's once you get to know me, it's to know me is to love me. I feel like most of the friends, especially the female friends that I have had in my life, all started off as beef first. What? All of it. Every single last one. Best friends down. Cam hated me. Tuli hated me. Davey hated Like, down the list. Like, I... None of us got along in the beginning when we first met each other. It wasn't until adulthood and actually having conversations and cultivating relationships. Me and Tuli had big beef in junior high school. Shadavia kicked me down a flight of stairs in the second grade. That's fire. Like That's fire. Camille, like she hated my fucking guts because she was always older than me. And I was always a little person on the block. And she's like, let's say she's 12 and I'm six. And I'm just like, well, she's not that much older, but. Let's say she's 12 and I'm eight and I'm like, oh, I want to come play. She's like, nah, little bitch, you can't play with me. You eight. Like, I hated her. She hated me until high school. Yeah. Huh. All my female friends. Sad. How did we end up yesterday talking about you guys going, she's sneaking on unit clubs and you guys joining a, a lesbian gang by mistake? <laughs> because Icy was talking shit. Because, all right, so... How do you I, how do you join a lesbian gang on accident? Um, my mom died when I was fifteen, right? So, and I'm an only child, so I was like mommy's girl. That was it. Mommy was my world. And then after that, I went to move in with my grandparents, who were significantly older. My grandmother was severely depressed because of the lo- the the loss of my mom. My grandfather had stage four lung cancer, so they was dealing with their own shit. And now they got a teenager that just moved into their house at 15 years old right so when I say I was a stoop kid like when kids was like running around you know they in the parks they out here 10 11 12 13 I was still in the house I was very sheltered but by the time my mom passed away I was it was just me by myself 
So I gravitated towards Kim, somebody that I knew my whole life. Um, we had cultivated a friendship. When she found out that my mother passed, she was there for me. Like, I can literally say Cam partly raised me. And that's the type of relationship that we had. Like, she's the, the person that taught me how to put in a tampon. Like, that's how, how much she helped cultivate me at that time, where I felt like my grandparents kind of just ignored me and just, like, fed me and gave me shelter and just mm -hmm. kind of let me go. So what Icy was saying in the live last night, he was like, yeah, Dodge, she ain't come outside. She wasn't allowed to come outside. She had to walk to the store with Cam. And it's like, I didn't have to, but that after my mom, like that was all I knew. Like that's the, the closest woman to me after that or the closest girl. When I was 15, Cam was 18. So Cam, you know, she can go to certain parties. She can go to certain places. She can do certain things that I wasn't old enough to do, but she was the closest person to me. So if she was going to a party and I'm 15, 16, and she's 18, 19, she's paying a bouncer to get me in. You know, I had a fake ID. And now all of my friends, I'm 16, 17, all my friends are 18, 19, 20, because I'm outside. I'm in school. I'm a junior in high school Monday through Friday, but Friday night and Saturday night, I'm 20 and I'm chilling in, in the lesbian clubs and shit with these niggas because I had my first girlfriend at 16. Mm. And she was 21. So I was with Your my girlfriend was 21? My girlfriend was 21 and I was 16. Yep. You was eating pussy it at 16? Crazy now. No, I no, was doing, no, I wasn't eating pussy at 16. I was she was eating yours? At no. Absolutely. At the Absolutely. age of 21, why would you prey on a 16? In high, you know, hindsight is 2020 because at the time I thought I was a bad bitch. Like, ah, I got my little girlfriend. She just graduated from college. Ah, ah, ah. That's so about gross. It, like, weak ass bitch. Like, what you was doing with my little ass? You fucking cornball. Like, she was corny. And I knew she was corny the day that Camille's girlfriend beat her up in front of me. And I felt so bad. Like, Camille's girlfriend hit this girl so hard. Her, her jewelry fell off. Like, her neck Why Why did why she beat the pedophile? Because she was a um, pathological liar. She was a pathological liar. Something that I found out later on, like, in, like, the relationship. But she was a pathological liar. And she used to lie a lot about a lot of things. And Camille's girlfriend at the time and her, they used to go to like high school together. They used to be friends. They used to play ball together. And my girlfriend at the time, she lied about so much shit. And then she had got me into a beef. Like I'm at somebody, I'm on some girl's block three o'clock in the morning with a Louisville slugger bat ready to fight because she fucking my girl. Like it was, it was a, I lived, I lived a lot of different lives, girl. I hate it. You I are a lot of different lives. lesbian street brawler for a pedophile <laughs> pathological liar that can't fight. Ooh, Camille girlfriend smacked the shit. Yo, how do you know how like you know how embarrassing it is to walk home with your bitch after that? Like you, baby, are you okay? You went back home with a lover that lost the fight. I was seventeen. I I felt bad for her. Like that, sh it was such an embarrassing moment all around. And then Cam, at that time, that's my best friend. So I'm not gonna stop talking to my best friend, even though her girlfriend just beat up my girlfriend. So it was a lot of drama back then. Damn, I never. Okay. But the game. How do you right? go? How do you go back home with the loser of the fight? That was my girlfriend. <laughs> okay. My girlfriend got beat up. That's embarrassing. Look at her. But at least she didn't get like stomped out. It. I don't know. I think I might have rather her get stomped out because she really just got fucking dog smacked. Like, 
like her necklace, her earrings, everything fell. Off. I don't know how you get slapped so hard that the clamp on your necklace loosens and it flies off. Girl, and how long? I lived a lot of different lives. How long did y'all stay in a relationship after she lost? Um, I see. I could lie and say like, "Yo, we broke up immediately." I dead ass don't remember. I do not remember. Like that whole time was a bit of a blur. This is over a decade ago, right? So it's a bit of a blur, but there, there are certain very poignant memories that I have of that time. And that is one of them. Like I remember, I remember exactly where she got slapped in front of my mom's old best friend mom's house because he was on my block and we was walking. That's a lot of the black people always tell a story of very long windy way. (laughs) In yeah, front of my mom's best friend. I don't want to. I don't want to say the, the the name of the house. So, like, my mother's best friend. They grew up on the same block, and her mother still lived at that house at that time. And we were in front of her house, and because like we walked from my house, and they was arguing from my house. And this person, like, we lived in Brownstone, so this person maybe lived six houses down. So from. My house, down six houses, they stopped, they got into each other's face, and it was just a dog smack. And I, I remember picking her chains up. Oh, my God. Let's fast forward to 2020. I remember picking her necklaces off. You're in a relationship currently. <clears throat> I am. God forbid the person that you're in a relationship with right now loses a fight. What do you do? I'm not doing nothing. That's my man. I don't give a fuck. Like, we gonna lose that fight together at this point because... No, we grown ass people. Like you're not gonna whoop my man ass in front of my face. Not at this big. So you gonna get whooped too? Fighting together, we gonna get whooped together. No, no, I'm I'm that girl. I will actually dominate the fight. You're gonna forget who you swung on first. But damn, do you stay with the loser? I have to. At, At this age, I have to. I will stay with my man if he lost a fight at this age because, to me, the the stability and the foundation of my relationship is more important than my pride look at you come on mature it's the maturity for me i'm grown baby this is what i was trying to tell you yesterday because what y'all don't understand is diamond and some of my other friends they don't understand that i am i've lived so many different lives that i'm ready to live the boring life i'm ready to live the house with the white picket fence and the three kids and a dog and just be in my boring little life with my husband and we just be together because I've like I've lived so much like I can tell you about the club scene I can tell you about big ass brawls I can tell you about getting maced by the cops in Harlem I can tell you about watching you know certain types of things I could also tell you about school I can tell you about different jobs that I've been at. I can tell you about the different niggas that I fucked with. Like, I can tell you all of these things at 31. I don't want to do none of that shit no more. There is nothing that I did before, basically before having Parker, so before the last three years, that I would like to do again. So at this point, it's time for me to try something different. And if that's on some Betty Homemaker shit, I'm okay Mm. with that. I'm good with being boring. Like I, I, I live the lit life. I got all the stories to tell. Thirty-one and up, boring, bore me to death. Hmm, it's gonna be a hard pass for me. <laughs> That's fine. And I said, I, and baby, I have like you, that I can live vicariously through. I, I like you, the like, hooks. What you do this weekend? I like the hood niggas. I like the Mm-mm. the fucking whole clothes. 
I like the I like You remember the, my you remember my 10 year nigga? My back pocket nigga that you met? The nigga I was fucking with for 10 years. Yes. Bet. 10 years I've been fucking with this nigga. 10 fucking years. And he's just like, yo, you my forever girlfriend. And I, 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 and I, and I keep telling him, like, we haven't spoken in months. But the last time we had a conversation, and he's just like, yeah, you know, you're my girl forever. You're my wife. I, I. And I'm just like, nigga, no. Like, you don't understand that we're never going to be together seriously. We're only going to ever fuck around because you're not stable. I want a nigga that I can come home from work and that nigga's already in the house or on his way home. I don't want a nigga that I got to go run to the plug, run here, run there. I, I, like, I don't want to do that. You go to jail, this relationship is over. I am not a ride or die bitch. I am not holding <laughs> you down. I'm not that bitch. I'm not going to visit you in Sing Sing. I'm not fucking writing no letters. I'm going to answer the phone calls that I can answer. My life is not about to stop. because, like, And I keep telling him, after all of these years of hustling, all of these years of running around, open up a business, do something that's yeah, stable that's the he thing. hasn't done it. Those are the kind of hood niggas I don't like. When I you can. only risk your life to pop bottles, my vagina is dry. Nancy let's works. clean. Let's clean that money through me, baby. Let's start a business. Let's do something. Let's make sure when you get locked mm-hmm. up, my money don't stop. Because if my money don't stop, I, I'm not gonna be there. I'm not gonna. That's what, a lot of see. I like bitches that trap more than niggas that trap. Because bitches that trap, they gonna have them a little weave business. Mm-hmm. They gonna do. They gonna start fucking going on tour, teaching people how to put on lashes, and they don't do it that good. Bitches gonna make their money. Make their money. Exactly. Niggas fucking go to strip clubs and throw tuition. Is that that little badass baby in the back crying? You can hear her. Yeah. I'm not bad, going to get her. Bad vibe Parker. Yeah, niggas, I don't know what niggas, why, why risk your life if you're not going to do it for something that's, that's going to create some kind of generational wealth? Cause y'all, exactly. I'm tired of talking about every episode how stupid men are, but you can't it's, help it. They it's so it. blatant. Y'all raise y'all risk your life to throw money in strip clubs and then wake up the next day and do it again and do it again and do it again. Nothing invested. Because no no financial literacy. For clout. No stocks. No investments. Nothing. No property. Nothing. Just a couple of stripper bitches that suck your dick here and there and um mm-hmm. a couple of bitches that only love you because you buy them shit. But nothing. Exactly. And when you're dead and gone which relatively uh, happens earlier and earlier now because y'all killing each other from jealousy. When you're dead and gone, right. there's no legacy. There's no memory. There's no blueprint. There's nothing. So there's nothing. Uh, y'all, y'all understand when I say the hood niggas, I like smart hood niggas because hood doesn't, uh, hood and, 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 and stupidity isn't synonymous. And I hate people be doing it. Like, they make it. So- no, hood is just the way you move. It's not the way you think. Mm-hmm. So, um... Yeah, kind of watch the women that hustle and learn from them guys because they're the only nah, people. No, they stupid because they flashy. They like what I what I think that people don't understand is niggas do shit for other niggas and they do shit for bitches that's not worth it. They do shit for other niggas. Like you in the club, you wanna you see a nigga over there popping four bottles. Now I gotta buy, pop five. And a nigga over there like now nah, I gotta pop six because this nigga just popped five. So this nigga stunting on me. Ah ah ah. Not understanding that these bitches is about to hop from table to table to table to table anyway. Like what are you doing it for? Like you doing it so you can have a has been ass story. And that's why I say like there's a lot of things that I'm not interested in doing anymore because I already have my used to be used to be this used to be that used to be here used to be there. How, how much longer I'm going to have used to be stories. So when I'm talking to my kid, like, yo, yeah, I understand when I was 18, 19, 20, I did, ah, uh, ah. Uh. I'm supposed to say when I was 30, 35, 40, I was doing the same. Where's the Watch it now. growth? 
I'm still outside. Listen, bitch, your life is your life, okay? <laughs> Watch it, bitch. I'm your still outside. <laughs> and it's fine if that's what you want to do, but that's not. it can't be for me. And, and then on the flip side of that, everything I do is rooted in petty. And I, th- I don't think that people understand that about me. I'm a petty-ass bitch. So at this point, I can say all the fly shit I used to do from a petty standpoint. So my next level up is there's certain pieces of paper that I need to, to, to acquire in my life so I can be petty later. So when my kid get ready, like, oh, mommy, I don't want to go to school. Uh-uh, your mother got a doctorate, so you better get at least a master's. Go figure that shit out. You going back to school like, for more? Yeah, definitely. I said I want to go all the way up to a doctorate because I don't like my baby father. And I said that I'm going to make sure that I'm a doctor. So he has to refer to me as Dr. Dodge. Petty shit. Shit. I do shit. I do you shit doing that just because you, you don't like your baby father? Absolutely. Absolutely. Petty. Like, now you wow. want to refer to me as Dr. Dodge, bitch. You fucking bum. I'm going to get my master's, too, because he don't have one yet. I'm telling you, like, I do everything I do is really I'm not going back to school for nobody. Not a fucking kid, a cat, a dog, nothing. I, I, I have to go, too. I, I, I'm missing out on an extra 10 bands on my salary because I don't have my master's. Yeah, because you that. teach. So, yeah, the, those different accolades give you a different kind of salary. Um, yeah. I sell pussy. I don't have to go back to school. So, anyway. Um, how did you meet Tex? Because me and you are also a different level of close because we shared um, yes. a love. We shared the beautiful Tex zone. How did you uh, So crazy, right? So, I used to talk to one of his friends. Who? We name dropping on this bitch, like oh girl, I was about who, and that's my bro. <laughs> we not name dropping. Go ahead, stink. So I used to talk to one of his friends, and I had been followed tax on the timeline. I thought he was like one of the funniest niggas I had ever followed, but I never knew him personally. So one day, the friend that I used to talk to was like, "Yo, what you doing, shorty?" And I'm just like, "Oh, nothing, chilling." And he's like, "Well, we're gonna be chilling on this rooftop." downtown Brooklyn. We got Henny. We got wings. Pull up. I said, all right, no problem. So I called my friend at the time and I'm like, yo, come with me. You know, he said we're going to do ah, ah. Cool. So we get there. All the Brooklyn hood niggas is there, including tax, mad bitches. So we all sitting on the rooftop. We eating chicken. We uh, sipping Henny. We talking shit, tax talking shit or whatever. And I don't know, at some point tax came and sat down right next to me. So he talking, I'm talking, we talking, da, da, da. and out of nowhere, like he was eating chicken and shit, and then he finished, and he's like looking around, and he looks at me, because I'm sitting right next to him, and he was like, yo, what kind of hair is that? And he went, and he like stroked my hair like this. He said, hmm, this shit Brazilian? And I was like, yeah, the nigga yanked strands out of my weave at the time. Took the shit and flossed the chicken out of his teeth. He said, "Yeah, this is right. good ass hair." Okay, all right, okay, <laughs> all right. What? And that is the day that I met Taxo, and we've been friends ever since. I was fucking weak. The nigga used my bundles as floss. That's how I met Tax. <laughs> Yo, what's wrong with that fucking loose eye bastard? No, that nigga is a sick bitch. Like I love him. You know I love me some tax down. I love that man down, girl. Free to rule. I really miss um all of our outings together. <sighs> girl, me too. The love of our lives. All right. What a oh girl. 
talking about like Brooklyn nights. What do you think is the funnest Brooklyn night we ever had together, you and I? The funnest Brooklyn night we please, ever had together. Please tell my favorite story to these people when you see me fight. Uh, that's not my funnest night with you. All bitch. right, lying, say it is. Go ahead. <laughs> so we're going to name this story the night that Diamond took you to the projects. Yes, I like it. That little, why is that child here? Who are her <laughs> Oh, God, guys. We have a child on the podcast. First and last time, I promise it'll never happen again. Give her a little bit of honey so she can be quiet and tell them my favorite story. <laughs> so, one day, all right, so me and Diamond, you, we used to work at this Nigerian restaurant together okay. in Brooklyn. Um, we both quit under very um, strange circumstances. But I literally quit somewhere. because hold on, hold on. I literally quit because it was ninety degrees, and everybody from Twitter was going to like a link up, and I was working, mm-hmm. and I looked out the window, and I said, "I want to go play," and I walked I right out. Go outside with my friends. I, go outside. I dead walked out and never went back. I quit. I quit my job to go to a Twitter so, link up. Look ahead. On top of that, we um would still go back afterwards. Oh, we still party all the time. Eat and drink for free. Because it was mad fun. It was a fun place to be. It just wasn't a fun place to work. Yes, yes, yes. So at this time, Diamond's ex is out of prison. And they are in a relationship. And we sitting at the bar. We talking. We drink. I still have the video that we took before shit went crazy. Shit went very crazy. So I don't remember what happened. I got a text message. called you. All right. So you got a text message. And then I just remember you storming out of the bar and you going outside and you was like on the phone talking and some shit or whatever. Okay. You come back in you are hot. And I got my drink in my hand just like this. It was in a fucking solo cup. Same, same, same. Mm-hmm. I remember. Y'all hold on. Time out. Remember? Hold on. Y'all, remember the solo cup. It comes into play later in the story. Continue. It's so very important to the story. Very pivotal point of the story. <laughs> very poignant. So Diamond is like, yeah, some bitch just text my phone. I'm about to go fuck this nigga up. What you about to do? And I'm like, where you going? I'm going to the projects. And I'm like, I'm not going to let you go to the projects. It's a project. Ah, I'm not going to let you go to yourself. So I'm like, let's go. So we get in her Jeep and she's flying down the street. Headed to the star. I'm headed to the star. Headed to where all the action was. We get on a pissy elevator. No, before we get on the elevator, his mans was outside. So Diamond say something to his mans or whatever. And like, yo, that nigga upstairs. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, she's like, say less. Mind you. Where that ugly, I think it was, where that ugly nigga at? Where that ugly nigga at? Diamond had on flat sandals. Like not ones with the straps. Like the ones that look like slides, but they had the hard bottom. She had on flat sandals, she had on jeans, and she had on, like, a camisole. Please remember this. <laughs> we get in the elevator. Go up to the umpteenth floor. Take me floor. to the 13th floor. I'm going to have to get it shaken. We get off the elevator. This big-ass nigga. Big, ugly gorilla. in the hallway. And as soon as he see us, like, you know you done fucked up. He ran. The nigga... 
runs down the hallway, okay? And I just want you to know that this is like a big green mile, big ass nigga. Six four, hold on. Down. Six four two sixty. Six four two sixty. Soon as our eyes make four, nigga takes a pill. The nigga starts running down this little hallway. Like, you remember in the Matrix? When Neo was running down the hallway of doors, trying to get to the door before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not, not laughing with all people's story, little girl. That's how the thing was running down the hallway. Diamond takes the solo cup out of my hand. She throws the shit down the hallway. Now, I don't know if y'all ever been to the projects, right? It's doors on each side of the hallway. But in front of you is a concrete wall. Behind you is a concrete wall. He's running to the door at the end of the hallway on the right-hand side. Yes, your Diamond, vision is... Yes, you have a very good memory. I do. Diamond takes my solo cup and throws it at the nigga's head. It misses his head. It hits the wall. All the wine spills on the floor. When he gets to the doorway, he slips on the wine and falls. In the doorway diamond runs down the hallway and just starts stomping this nigga out in them sandals <laughs> like Stop him. That video of shitty dancing to the it's not got enough from me and then somehow he manages to get up and runs in the project apartment again don't know if you haven't been to the projects the doors are like iron Mm-hmm. He closes the door and Diamond is just a monster kicking the door. Donkey boom, kicking boom, the boom, door of his mind you, boom. this is his mother's house. This is his mother's house. I don't give a fuck. Somebody's going to die tonight. So the door gets stuck. It started to bend in. Kicked it in. Because I'm 190 pounds. A hundred of it's my lower body, and I'm literally donkey. You know how you turn your back to something, then you give it a back kick, like you like kicking for her life. <laughs> it's a mess. So Ooh. now the door is stuck. So now she like opened the fucking door. He was like, "You fucked up my mom's door. I can't mm-hmm. even open it. I can't even open it." So now they arguing through the door. I'm just sitting here tight because I was just here for moral support, and now I don't have no liquor. Right, so now I'm sorry. I'm just here looking dumb. I'm very I, sorry. <laughs> so she gets fed up at some point. I don't remember what happened, and she winds up leaving. But I was still in the hallway, and I'm talking to the nigga during through the door, and he's trying to pull the door. So I'm like, "Yo, pull the door open, and I'm gonna kick it, and then it's gonna open." Of course, cause does smart. That's what happens. Kick the door. The door is now open. So now I'm in the apartment. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck Diamond came from, but as soon as I got in the apartment, the bitch starts running up the hallway again because she wants to get in the apartment. The nigga closed the door. Now I'm stuck in the yep. apartment. Uh-huh. And his nephew I'm was there. Stuck in the he was a seven and a nigga. No, he had his seven-year-old nephew there that was so tickled by the fight. He was giggling. I remember but No, it was another man that was there because when I got in the build, when I got in the in the room. In the apartment, I wasn't talking to your ex. I was talking to somebody else that whole time. Probably his brother. Probably his brother. 
I don't know who it was. Was he equally as ugly? Because I ended up spitting. I don't remember. I just remember him dark. His brother, me and him got into a fight, and I spit in his face and snuffed him, and we was fighting. So. Oh, wait. There's more, y'all. There's more friends. So Diamond is like, and I'm just like, yo, get me out of this claustrophobic ass little ass apartment with these strangers. Uh-huh. So somehow I get out the apartment. So now he comes out the apartment and he's mad and they arguing, arguing, arguing. And Diamond's like, man, fuck this. I ain't time for this shit. Ah, 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 ah. So we get in the elevator. We about to breeze. I don't quite remember what words were exchanged, but I was sitting in a corner. We in the elevator, the door's about to close. That nigga said something Diamond spat through the doors right before it closed. The shit hit the nigga in the face. I got a little speckle on the cheek. I'm like, God <laughs> damn. He fucking stops the elevator doors from closing. He comes in and now they just throw in hands and Diamond's just like, bop, bop. My shit was connecting, boy. And then this nigga got her in a headlock, and it was just a lot happening. And I'm just like, let me tell you something about these fucking hands now, bitch. This shit's always gonna connect. They're gonna connect. They're gonna connect. And that, to me, that was a good. That was a good night. That was a really good. Yeah, God, mommy be fighting now. God, mommy. Hilarious. Ah, mommy be fighting. One of these days, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell the whole La Marina fight. Boy, I actually lost that fight because he whooped my ass. But it was a good fight. I always win or lose, I'm always going to reminisce about the good fight. And that was some good fights. But yeah, um, thank you for coming with me to the projects. Thank you for um, you know, everything. Thank you for everything. But outside of what you was gonna say was our funnest night together. I was still thinking about it before you told me about that ghetto ass shit. We had mad fun nights together. We had like so many fun nights together. Me and you, me, you and Tax, just out drinking. My birthday, I think that was one of the best times. My birthday, my last birthday, what, we got to live with Tax. No, when we went to, we went to, what was the name of that shit in Williamsburg? You remember? It was the night before my birthday, and you and Tax uh, was like, oh, what you doing? And I'm like, I'm not doing nothing. I'm in bed. And Tax is like, yo, it's your birthday. You coming outside? And I'm like, no, I'm not. And y'all came and got me. And we went to that spot in Williamsburg, and it was just the three of us. What's the and name we of that spot again? Because they closed it. I heard they closed it this Freehold. Summer. Freehold. Freehold. And then that's when we was trying to get Tax to um, do the dog face filter because Snapchat was new, and he was mm-hmm. like, nah, I'm not doing this shit. It was so much fun. So yeah, yeah. I think that was, one of, that was one of our best nights. I think I always had more fun when it was just like the three of us together. Or when we would like be at his crib cooking brunch and shit. Just oh, that shit nigga, that nigga love a, that nigga love a, a black bitch taco now. He love a food like he love a black bitch taco. Would you stop laughing? You never even met Tex. I know, <laughs> but I still have pictures of her all the time. Wanna be down? Get out of here! Why should we just laugh for no reason? I don't know. I really don't know. Oh, the memory. Anything, Memory. Any, uh, anything else could be um me and talk about before we start answering these dumb people's questions? Oh come on, dumb people! I don't know. They, they don't just always just have fun. It's a good ass friendship. I love it here. Hmm. Come on, let's talk. Let's talk to the stupid people. Um, I hate them. All right, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, this is the part of the show called Bitch Listen, 
we answer y'all questions that y'all never going to listen to our advice about. So we're just running off our own fumes. All your relationships suck. So do ours. Uh, Dodge is happy right now. I have no yeah, one. Mine, mine doesn't suck. Not, not right now. And we're just going to start with the questions. Um, this one says, I'm finally gaining some actual insight into the male brain when it comes to sex. Wow. At what, right, at what point when introducing, oh God, when introducing freakier shit into the relationship, do you need to talk about it first? For example, my, ma my last man loved when I ate his ass. My new man and I haven't explored that yet, but I want to. Is that something to talk about with him first or just try it? You know why I'm, I'm really happy that we're having this question? Because I am what you call vanilla sex. Put yes, it in a hole. Put it, put, put it in a hole. Talk a little nasty. Slap up my butt and go. This bitch to the left of me, I think she's a weirdo. I think she's into certain things that makes her kind of creepy. I'm, I'm the, the most least creepiest person you have ever met. No, you go to sex parties and you squirt on the furniture there at said sex party. Would you like to describe that or no? Okay, so. It was in, it's not like I did it on purpose. I wasn't like aiming. It's just, why were you at a sex party and, and, and squirting on furniture? Okay, I was at a sex party and the squirting, I can't control that all the time. And the dick was fire. And I was on a sex pill with Orlando. Very weird. We have a very strange relationship. So <laughs> it just happened and I cleaned it up. The fuck? What you want me to do? It squirt urine? Um, it comes out of the urethra. It's not necessarily urine, but because it comes out of the urethra, it might be speckles of urine inside of it because it's just like flushing out a tube that had pee in it with water. But it's clear, it's water, it's tasteless, it doesn't smell like anything. It literally, it, it, if you touch it, it feels like water. Why I can't squirt? My pussy wet? You can't do a lot of things with your vagina. Oh, I'm going to need you to relax. I'm going to need you to relax and stop telling my business, okay? You, you brought it up, and this is a safe space. This is your space. Oh, yes. So, meanwhile, while you're calling me a sexual weirdo, I wish that you would explore your sexuality a little bit more. You it doesn't work all the time. It's not me. It doesn't work at all. It is you. You're the problem. Oh, my God. I keep telling you you're the problem. You need to explore your own sexual bounds so you know I don't have takes. an imagination, okay? I can't. Bitch, the hell you don't. I, I know don't. you. In I, real life. I can't. Somebody has to come do it for me. Somebody has to come touch me up. I can't play with myself. It doesn't work. It doesn't ooh, work. Right there. Get you a satisfier. How can I tell myself, ooh, right there, don't stop, and I have the control over that? <laughs> it's just, it doesn't work for me. Give me a well, big nasty nigga. A big old man. I'm not, I'm not like a, like a crazy-ass freak. I just, at this age and at this space, I know what gets me there. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about orgasms, of course, if anybody is like not understanding what the fuck we're talking about. Right. Um, I know what gets me there. I know what I have to do to get myself there. I know what my boyfriend has to do to get me there. And I am a connoisseur and I, I don't think that there's anything wrong with introducing different things into the bedroom, like toys and other things like that. Okay. Do and you use the toys on your man? He has some. There are male sex toys and he has a few of them and we've tried them. But most of, the, most of the male sex toys are mostly for male masturbation, not necessarily for sex. So not too often, but 
well, my boyfriend, I hope he don't listen to, but I, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say what I'm doing for Christmas, but he's into a lot of sex toys and sexual things. He's into bondage. He's into um, bondage, i.e. rope play. He's into like a little bit of masochism. Like, it's like, you're a lot saying of it like everybody else has weird sex. What's masochism? What? Masochism. So like we use, like I have a flogger. We have, um, what's a fucking flogger? Just say a word. Stop trying to sound cool, you fucking freak. But it's actually called a flogger, bro. Break it down, everybody. Everybody. um, She said these things have names. All right, hold on. Would you like to see? No, because I'm going to continue just putting it in the hole. Continue. So, old nasty one. I have a flogger. I have, um, we have a, a riding crop. So that's like, um, it's like a black straight stick that has like a leather pad on the top we have different ropes we have poles we have um different types of restraints he's into rope play like he'll like he's like like really study the art of tying so he can like tie me up in different positions oh, and do different things with the ropes um we're also into switch which means that I have no problem watching him have sex with somebody else. He would have no problem watching me have sex with somebody else, but I'm just not at that point yet. I think I'm more so into watching him than him watching me. In our relationship so far, he's only ever seen me like eat a girl out in front of him, but I've never had sex with another man in front of him. Um, we're both voyeurs, which means we like to watch other people have sex. And we're also both exhibitionists, which means we have no problem having sex in front of other people. So that's something oh, this that you learn draining. and like, learn in time. Like I know the type of shit that gets me off. Like so, we at the sex party, the last one that we went to for Halloween, and he's like laying on this little couch or whatever, and I'm like giving him head, but there's like a couple that's like not far from us, and they're like watching me, but I'm I can hear the conversation that they're having, and the conversation that they're having is like is like having. It's like you being like a basketball player and the crowd start cheering you on and like, yeah, you're doing that. Like, ah, it was one of those. That shit made me go harder. I'm doing like, I'm like fucking bent over. I'm doing all this other crazy extra sexy shit or whatever. And they like, yeah, I like the way she did that like that. And the man is like, yeah, look, she's like focusing on the head because we know the head is the most sensitive part. Like, bitches be loving the shaft, but it's really about the head. And I'm just in here, I'm listening to all that shit and we just have a bad Fun. It's fun. I don't know. So this I is somebody's mother, y'all. This is somebody's mother at a sex party, fucking in a room full of strangers, squirting on furniture. But to my, I just want to, I just want a plain life, girl. I just want a plain life. We just fuck in front of people and just go home. Right. That is a plain life. I, I want a boring life, but I want a fire sex life. I don't want to mm, be one of those right. people that. You know, you're just married and you're just together forever, and it's just like you just boring ass sex. Like, now nah, we're gonna turn this shit up. Like, give give me all the things. My boyfriend got more sex toys and vibrators than I do, and he has them. It's not obviously for him, it's for me. The fuck? It's lit. I remember one day we was having sex, and I don't know what I was on that day. I was just in a fucking mood, and he was tapped out. He was like, Yo, you, you need a little bit more. And I was like, I can use some more. I was like, I'll be fine without it. The nigga pulled out a whole vibrator and just beat me off. And I was, he was like, are you good now? I said, I'm perfectly fine. Went on, we went to brunch. No hmm. fucking day in my house. That's the type of house I need to have, okay? Hmm. This doesn't sound so bad. But vibrators don't, vibrators don't work on me. 
You need a satisfier. You don't need a vibrator. What's a satisfier? A satisfier is um is a sex toy for for um clitoral stimulation, but it doesn't vibrate. It sucks. Nice. So because oh oh bitch oh bitch they gonna call the people with me. So yeah, so it sucks. So you put it on the clitoris, and it like it literally is like it make us it sucks. Nice. So it's not just like because that doesn't yeah. work for everybody. The vibration so doesn't satisfier. work. Yeah, I need a man. I need a man. Come on, I need a man. I'm not gonna put no toy on me. First of all, pro tip: back shots, holding a satisfier for yourself, orgasm you'll never fucking forget, bitch. All right, how much is the satisfier? Can we get a GoFundMe? Like Sixty-five dollars. I don't got it, y'all. Uh, so everybody. Everybody that listen, Somebody please. send diamond money for a satisfier because everybody get her to get off for years. She just don't listen to me. Everybody, please send sixty-five dollars. By the time all y'all send sixty-five dollars, I'm gonna just go get lipo with it. So like, <laughs> <that> was, <laughs> I'm never um, gonna go and, get it. And if you guys, if anybody listening, if you guys are into sex toys, if you're into sexual things, sex play, there's a black-owned um, sex company, sex toy um, company called Erotic Boudoir that we work with. Time out. Um, do you think these people know how to spell the boudoir? You, do you think anyone knows how to spell boudoir? B o u i r. No, beat them. I can't even spell it out. All right, bitch. Stop confusing my I'm friends. Anyway, back to my I'm cash. Sorry. I'm sorry. It's dollar sign D I A M Y. Everybody send me $65 to talk about toys, but I'm really just going to get lipo. Thanks. Back to you. Spell and it. if you guys want a satisfier, go to erotic, E-R-O-T-I-C underscore B-O-U-D-O-I-R on Instagram. And they got all the things. And 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 I, want, I would like for men to understand that there are sex toys for men too. There are things like strokers. No, they don't. We're not helping men. Blah, blah, blah. Next. They need what? to be. They need to keep on paying for sex so I can stay in business. So what else you saying? Okay. <laughs> but I'm just saying Why are you helping I, men? I don't think that there's I don't think that there's anything wrong with having a healthy, um, free, honest, adventurous sex life. Like I can't I cannot do the vanilla anymore. Like introduce okay. the Okay. So life. being that I'm vanilla sex, and then we'll get back to answering this uh question. Um vanilla sex. Is it really vanilla? Well, okay, what makes it vanilla? Because I don't incorporate toys, because I don't... You don't incorporate anything. Do you incorporate, do you, like, do role play? No. Do you tie niggas up? Absolutely do you, not. Um, are you into, like, bondage? Are you nope. into um, asphyxiation? What's are that? Are you into, like, getting choked? Like, getting yes. choked out? Everyone is, yes. Like, choked out, though, like... <laughs> yeah, I like, I like when the screen goes black and then I wake back up. Okay, so you know, you got a little point there. Okay. Are you into um, spanking? No, it hurts. It's it's supposed to be a plain pleasure. It doesn't. Um, it's no. To that. It's really no pleasure when people slap my butt. It hurts so bad. No, because see, because you got hood niggas slapping your butt. They don't even know what the fuck they're doing. They slapping your butt to hurt you. It's not supposed to hurt you. It's supposed Why to stimulate your like- senses. Why are you acting like all my niggas be hood? 
I'm just no, I'm not saying they all are, but I'm just saying because like hood niggas think like, oh yeah, I'm gonna smack that ass and he be fucking whooping you like they your daddy. Like that's yeah. not how that's supposed to work. Like it's supposed to be a stimulation thing. Mm. Um, are you into what other different things could you be into that's not too far left? Yeah, give me some. Give mama something to do. No toys. Um, are you into watching other people have sex? Yes. Are you like a voyeur? Mm-hmm. That's good. So, could you be with your boyfriend and watch your boyfriend get aroused at somebody else having sex? Yes. And not get mad? No, he's watching two people have sex. Yeah. That's like watching porn. Yeah, but like in front of you. Would you, you wouldn't be into, you're not a swap, right? You're a monogamist. I'm not personally. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't mind watching my boyfriend have sex with other people. Um, not happening. Not on my watch. We gotta hear both sides. It's sexy, honestly. Whatever. Um, but that's your dick. How, how are you okay watching somebody like give away your dick? Because it's not giving it away. Because if it's doing, I can't. I couldn't watch it if it did nothing for me because that doesn't make sense, right? So then there's a sense of selfishness in this because there's something about watching because I'm not watching it like, oh, she has my man. I'm watching it like, oh, so that's what my man look like. That's like, so that's how he show. Like, you can see it. So it makes me even more horny because I know that that's mine and I get home and I get to do that all the time. But sometimes I just want to see him I just want to see what it looks like. Yo, people be sick, y'all. I'm judgy. People be sick, y'all. Yeah, you know <laughs> people be sick. People real life sick and they make them horny. <laughs> I'm not sick. Ooh, people be sick. I love it. I'm not sick. I love what happened to old school love. Imagine, I just like to watch. Imagine y'all, 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 y'all interview your moms and she's saying this. Well, it's something about the way your daddy fuck. When I sit back and I watch your daddy fuck now, <laughs> no. Why are you new niggas? It's so nasty. I don't know. Like I, I, I think that I was exposed to sex very early in life, just by like watching the wrong channels. Sixty-five <laughs> and thirty-seven. If yep, you said then, New York, sixty-five was the Spice Channel. Thirty-seven was Playboy. If you had that, right? Box. Like just, just watching the wrong shit, and then not even like wrong in it in a sense that I was like sexual super duper early, but I was just always very curious about it and curious about the different ways and different levels. And I think one of the things that brought me and my boyfriend together was he was so sexually open and he had experienced so many different things that I was just like, yo, like now you have opened Pandora's box for me. You have showed me things that I have never seen before. You have put me in positions that I have never been before. And there's no way I could go back to the streets. Because I'm not going to find another nigga that's like you. So now you stuck with me. Look what sex do to people now, man. I would oh, like some. I'm a hater. But I would crazy. like some. My boyfriend, going to, um, he going to a sex party without me tomorrow. He's allowed to have sex? If he wants to, give a fuck. How can your boyfriend have sex without you? Easy. Because first of all, bitches' boyfriends is having sex without them all the time. And you don't even fucking know it. I know where my boyfriend is going tomorrow. I know where he's going. I know what might possibly happen, and I know what might not happen. It's up to him. That's his personal choice. He probably won't because he's more of a voyeur than anything else. But if he does, like, get his dick stuck or something, it's all right, nigga. What the fuck? Welcome to 2020, y'all. Welcome to fucking 2020. 
Get the fuck off the fifties. You still having sex through a hole in the sheet, bitch. Get your yep. shit together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With my mumu on, my aunt Jamama head tie. Girl, my granny panties. Full of stuff. Like I knew that I, I was in love one day. The nigga came to my house. He came with a fucking pole. Like he just pulled the pole out of a bag and the shit extended. Like it was one of those extendo poles. And it had like two um cuffs on the bottom for your ankles. Bitch. I can tell you some things, girl. You just gotta you don't have to go as far as we go, but incorporate some toys, some different things. Bitch, I gotta get know how to tie you up. I gotta gotta find a nigga first. I'm in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. I don't got no Atlanta. I don't have no Atlanta dick. None. Sounds sounds very sad. None, none, none. And all y'all bitches was like, come in, Atlanta. Because of me, because of me, my mm. prices is too high and I'm not dropping them. What you mean? Bitch. I don't care. I don't care. Nope, that's your business. Not <laughs> anyway, so back to the question that we um <laughs> are so far removed from. Um, she, she, she used to eat ass, okay? Right. And she don't Eating know. Eating ass is a thing. That is a thing. You eat man ass? I have in the past. I don't eat my boyfriend's ass currently because I don't think that that's something that he desires. But I've eaten ass or two. You know. I'm not telling y'all my business because y'all always use it against me. But anyway. <laughs> if I can eat pussy, I can eat ass. It's like, oh, this ass got less secretion. Yeah, but it still has doodle nuggets. Why would you ever eat somebody's ass that got doodle nuggets in it? It's not Grow literal up. nuggets, but Men don't wipe their ass the same way that we do because they're homophobic. So I actually put anytime in, I ever actually like I ever did it was straight their up finger the in there to rim it and clean it. They're not gonna rim it. They're not gonna rim their own ass. They're not. They're too homophobic. But um, do you feel that you have to prep your uh, new man for like sexy yes. stuff? Like, do you prep them verbally or do you try it and learn through trial and error? I think you could get knocked out. I think it should be a verbal thing. Yeah, I think it definitely should be a verbal thing because I don't understand how people, unless it's like a one night stand situation, I don't understand how people have sex with people without actually talking about sex first because not everybody likes the same things. Not everybody's into the same things. So how do you have that conversation? Like I met my boyfriend last year and one of the first conversations I remember us having was not only about sex, but he sent me like this very extensive sex test to see where I where I was on the road. Where they made this freak of the week? He's a freaky nigga. Oh, he was such a freak. I love him bad. I love him bad. That shit was really scary. Never let this go. No, but so we took the test and he showed me his results and I showed him my results. And then we realized that there were certain things that I was interested in, but it wasn't that high on the test because I hadn't actually um, been exposed to it. And then we started having conversations about the type of shit that he's into, the type of shit that he was exposed to. So if that's the type of shit that you like, that's the conversation that you definitely need to have with him. Like, don't just bring it up. Don't just, like, put your mouth on his butt out of nowhere. And nigga might knock you out. Nigga might knock you out. That is rapey. You need consent is very important, even for women in relationships. Like, ask somebody what they like and what they don't like. Don't just be sticking fingers in niggas' asses and shit like that. Like, that's not okay. That's very intrusive. You might get knocked out. I wouldn't even feel bad for you at that point. You might get knocked out. Be like, yo, I snuffed her. That's just reflexes. You got to deal with that. All right, cool. So we got a a last question. It's very long. I hate reading, but here we go. I've only been in one relationship and I never had to give head. It was in a high school. 
It was in high school. Oh, bitch. That's not good. It was in high school and he was obsessed with me. So I had all the power. So now years later, I keep my distance from all men because I know the one head. But I feel like I'll embarrass myself because I've never done it for more than 10 seconds. This is boring. I've listened to other podcasts <laughs> and watched porn. But I'm such a perfectionist that I feel like it doesn't help me much. I wanted to find someone who I didn't care about and practice giving head to them. But to even want to do that, I got to really like the person or it wouldn't work. Bitch, all you need is two shots of Don Julio. You're doing this. You're thinking too hard. <laughs> this probably seems like a small thing but i completely stay away from all men and it actually affects my everyday life oh goddamn brother go get a therapist you need a right this is this, like this, this is, is stupid this is deeper than rap but hold on this cycle repeats where i'll be pursued by a nigga and i really be feeling him but then i'll disappear because i don't want to embarrass myself by giving whack or even average head especially you knowing that Girls in their past who are super sexual may have been really good at head. I don't even enjoy sex because I feel like there's pressure to give good head, but I don't know how to. Any suggestions? Don't ask me because my head is is not fire. Um, also, probably to add that I'm not naturally a super sexual person. I got to feel emotionally connected. Maybe this is from being sexually assaulted multiple times. Okay, see, this is deep-rooted in the past. Or the or from birth control, I think this girl's a nut. But even man, with, dub this whole question. This shit is stupid. <laughs> stupid ass fucking question. Like you need an emotional connection. And you can't suck dick. Like how are we supposed to fix that? How are we supposed to fix that? How? How? Bitch, you want you you want to ask a bitch that can't give head how to give head? I don't suck dick. I don't suck dick unless it's the first. And it looked like I'm not going to make the rent, okay? I only First suck all, dick I'm if I drunk. need something or I'm overly drunk. There's only... I'm not a... Um, I am not a super dick sucker either. Nice! Finally, I got a damn co-worker. Everybody's like, oh, I yeah, suck dick. No. I suck the skin off. For what? Why? For what? Why? Why? Dick lady, they don't even deserve it. Like, they, why they are y'all sucking dick? I'm not even sucking dick like that. I'm why? That. Did y'all ever look in the mirror and say, why I suck dick? Why do you suck dick? You know, you, I have to be in a super duper dick sucking mood and had her throat baby 47 times for me to be like, ah, I hate that song. I think a lot of bitches. That song is mad romantic. Everybody forces themselves to like that song. I love it, that song. I hate it. I, I hate, love it. I hate slavery. And I think I love it so much. I think I love it so much because when I was at the sex party, I feel like that was the song that was playing when I was acting a fool. So I'm just like it's so nostalgic. Like, it's attached so you, to something. Yeah, it's it's, nos- it's nostalgic for you. All right, Miss um, yeah. Miss Lady, the nah, like, question. She's a dub. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't suck dick, and when I do, it's not that good because I don't care for it to be good. Because if it's good, they're gonna ask more, and I don't like doing it. So I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm a very selfish lover. Me, me, me. Welcome to the me show. Eat, eat, eat. Beat, beat, beat. Mm, I'll look it if I need. I'll look it if I need money. Okay, if money's on the line, you might actually think I'm doing something, but I'm not. Not so. Um, fuck off, fuck off. Like, come on, Miss Mamas, get your shit together. Fuck off, don't give me all this. This is a lot of work. www.psychologytoday.com search bar sexual therapist. Move on. 
No, we're mean. Anyway, um, I'm not fucking mean. I'm honest. I am not a clinical therapist. I cannot help you with your sexual inhibitions because of your like. Come on, son. Like that's a deep ass question for a little fucking podcast. And girl, you can't like, too you much on. about these niggas. Put your mouth on it. Either you, he like it or not. I would really suck dick with no, with no, oomph, nothing. Like, nah, here you go. Here you go. He's a head you was asking for all day. I, see? Begging for some shit that's whack. Now go on, now get. Get now. Get. Anyway, <clears throat> moving forward. The dedication. I'm not the dedication. I'm moving like I'm drunk and I ain't drunk since yesterday. Uh, rose eyes, really quickly. <sighs> we give flowers to those animals. Um, men, right. Right. What's the nicest thing in your memory a man has ever done for you? The nicest thing. Nice, 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 nice. Um, I think one of the nicest things that a man has ever done for me was um, I, I um, suffer from depression mm-hmm. because of like some of the shit that I've been through in my life or whatever. And on my mom's, I think it was my mom's anniversary a couple of years ago, one of my exes like came over here because I was just like in a slump and he like drew me a bath and like put like um slow music on and like gave me a nice little massage or whatever and I thought that was really nice and thoughtful I'm a super emotional person so things like that like really um affect me so I think that was really nice yeah, I think that was nice. That was beautiful. Because I can think of, like, sexy, romantic. Like, I'm trying to think. But I think that was just truly, genuinely nice. Because he didn't have to do that. And he didn't have to be here that day. So, yeah. Shout out to him. Okay? Yeah, fuck him. Yeah, fuck him. Or, or fuck him. All right, guys. <laughs> this was really fun. Now it's we always have... fun with you. Thank you. You as well. <laughs> we have came to the point of the show. That I call the um, the dedication. It's also the end of the show, unfortunately. But this is the part where we get to sing a, a small little piece of a song. Oh, gosh. Something about the person on our mind this week. <clears throat> and do you know what you want to sing for the person that's on your mind? You don't have to say, but I already know it's your little freakazoid that comes with the pole. Sorry. Yes. I have to sing it a cappella? Yeah. Please, I don't know music. Nope. Right. With all my heart, I love you, baby. Okay, Anita. Stay with me. And I don't have the lyrics with me. You will see my arms. Mm -hmm. Will hold you, baby. Nice. Never leave. Cause something I'm in love Sweet love Got me caught Now your neck Now now I want to suck a dick You see? Oh no Anita did it (laughs) Call him and say come drive to Brooklyn (laughs) Nice That was fun All right. Um, What song you gonna sing? One of these weeks Throat baby no, no, no. Oh, God, no. One of these weeks, I'm going to be able to do a song that's not about my child's father. But it's not going to be. My brother. Ugh. Bring the real nigga back. Oh, Bring him back. Everybody Bring loves. Ah. Apple boy. Apple boy. This song is actually about the biggest breakup in white culture history. 
when um, Gwen Stefani was in a group called No Doubt. Right, right, right. And her her bandmate was her boyfriend. And I believe it was 1992, and they produced this lovely album called Tragic Kingdom. And off that album, because I'm a white girl at heart, if you know, you know. If you don't, it's whatever. You know. White Every, walkers only. White walkers only. Everybody who knows me knows I'm really a white girl at heart. And this song, it kind of reminds me in this, the space I'm in this week. It's called <clears throat> Don't Speak, and it goes like this. Mom. You and me. We used to be together. Every day together, always. I really feel that I'm losing my best friend. I can't believe this could be the end. It looks as though you're letting go. And if it's real, then I don't want to know. Don't speak, I know just what you're saying So please stop explaining Don't tell me cause it hurts No, no, no Don't speak, I know what you're thinking And I don't need your reasons Don't tell me cause it hurts Don't tell me cause it hurts I know what you're saying So please stop explaining Don't speak, don't speak, don't speak Oh, and I know what you're thinking and I don't need your reasons. I know you're good. I know you're good. I know you're real good. Oh, I'm not done. La, 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 la. La, 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 la. Do, do. Hush, hush. <laughs> That's for my baby daddy because That's my song. I miss my fucking best friend. I miss my best friend. Not enough. I'm in these streets though. Popping cheeks. Fucking freaks. I need a shot. Are you really fucking freaks? <laughs> nah, I'm not. Speaking of shots. What's that? <laughs> Espelon. All right, y'all. Espelon. Um, I'm going to need it. because of you. Espelon. If anybody's. That's a big ass bottle, too. Bro. That's the $50 one? Or the 25 one? That's the. It was 44. It's the seven. Ooh. It's the 1.75 liter. I got to get back this to is, the hood. That's what we was drinking um, at the sex party. I still ain't finished the shit from Halloween. Let me tell you something, the good people over at Espelon. Let me tell you something about this black bitch here, okay? I have been putting on to the black community that there's uh, different different kind of liquors that rappers don't drink that are like mysteriously still good. Patron is disgusting. Yeah. I wouldn't fucking wipe my mirror with Patron, okay? Espelon is one of those tequilas that I find to be having a high quality, low price point, gets you where you're going, very smooth. I have been endorsing for nothing, just for the love of my community, saving them a quick more. I have been endorsing Espelon since the beginning of the pandemic. I have been going live every night. Endorsing Espelon, I think you need to give a black bitch a shot. Because I'm tired of selling pussy and I want to endorse tequilas. Okay? 
Okay. Yes or no, Dash? Do I not deserve this opportunity? You do deserve this opportunity because if it wasn't for you, I would never have. Do you uh, know how many people be like, Diamond? People DM me, Diamond, I put that splone and I love it. Y'all need to. All right, y'all, let's end the show. <laughs> I'm actually uh, tequila and dick dep- uh, dep- deprived. What? So sorry, deprived. Deprived. Was I drinking today? I feel so drunk and I'm sober. I felt drunk this whole interview and I haven't had a sip in 24 hours. So I'm going to go fix that. You know, that. I do that to people. I have that type of aura that I just make you feel so comfortable that you're just like, oh. Is that what it is? I'm really just oh. like, very, why is that child here? What did she say? You want to fight? Did you say you want to fight, little girl? You know, she can't hear you, right, bro? Oh, I heard that. Okay. Beloved. Sorry, Pucky Pucky. Sorry, Pucky Pucky. She's so sleepy. She got to go to bed because Auntie, we were supposed to record three and a half hours ago when she could have been left. But she's I don't really be now. thinking about kids on Friday nights when I'm trying to get my dick sucked. Okay? I'm trying to get my dick wet. Okay? Wet, wet it up. So I was like facilitating some moves for the night. But anyway, mm-hmm. Dasha, I love you, girl. Um, thank you I so much you for too. coming on the show. Um, I gotta come over to you on shame, uh, so shameless. Can you tell them? Yes, you do. You, can yes, you tell do. them? We've been talking about it. Yes. Can you tell it, the people where they can hear you? Um, you can hear me on So Shameless podcast. We are streaming everywhere. We drop on Mondays. No, nope, we drop on Tuesdays. Get it together. Ah, we drop Tuesday mornings. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, Miss Daja Bell. On Twitter, there is no period. On Instagram, there is. So it's Miss Daja Bell. Um, I'm around. I'm in these streets. All right, y'all. And I need y'all to sign up to my Patreon. I don't know if I have to start clapping cheeks on there, but y'all know I don't work. I need more subscribers. Okay. Um, if y'all need more cheeks, I'll, I'll, I'll put them on there, but I'll move the subscription rate from five to 10 and I'll start clapping on there. So that's going to be patreon.com backslash girl, the letter F. Y-O-U. And as I say every episode, if you really if this podcast really isn't your speed, if you don't like me, you don't like Daja, and you, you feel like you want to say something or do something about it, girl, fuck you! Until the next time, peace out. Peace out, bitches.